0: That you are having a lovely weekend, a productive and happy week. I hope that you are feeling at peace with your life right now. If you are not feeling at peace right now with your life, I hope that you have time today to sit and think of one thing in your life right now, just one thing at least that you can feel at peace about. By feeling peace, what I mean is that you can just fully accept it for what it is right now, and feel okay with it. For me, I will take my kids as an example. At the moment, they are all moved out of the house. They are each in different stages of living on their own, or with a roommate, or with a significant other for the first time. They each have either a full-time job or a good job that pays the bills. They don't have everything in life figured out yet they are just starting out and just learning. And that is exactly where they should be. I don't need them to be anywhere different right now for me. I can celebrate that stage of life with them and also know that stages change. And before you know it, there will be different stages that they are in. This week, I want to talk with you about those times in your life when you make a change actually, when you start something brand new. So not just make a change to something that you already have, or are already doing, but you also take on something new. There are a couple of different ways that we can talk about this, how it feels to start something new, how it feels after you have started something new, and you are starting to get used to it. And in the end, why it's worth it to start something new, whether or not it works out for you. It's also worth looking at the ripple effect. When you add one new thing to your life, what else changes? Does it affect anyone else around you? And finally, how to know when it's time to start something new in your life. Let's get started. I want you to think back to a time when you began something that was new to you. It can be a school, a new job, a new role in life, a new relationship. Pick one right now and think back to the day before or the time before you knew that you were going to be doing something new. How were you feeling before when you were unsuspecting that there would be a change in your life? Did you feel itchy and unsettled? like something needed to change, did you decide to make the change because you were unhappy or searching for something better? Because you were feeling adventurous or because you were pushed into it by someone else? There was a time in my life, a very long time ago, when I had a relationship end. This was before I was married for the first time. It ended and I was upset. And I just wanted change. I had the opportunity to change my first job after college, to apply to a brand new school that was just opening up. I cut my long hair short. And I grew up with my mom's side of the family and everyone at school calling me Kathy. But my dad had always called me Kate. And I loved Kate. So, with all of this other change, I could just feel that I wanted change everywhere. So, I said, you know what? I just want to be Kate. And that's how I introduced myself at that first staff meeting of my new job new identity, new haircut, new job, fresh start for me. And that felt good. I can relate to the itchy. Have you felt that feeling when you are starting to know that something needs to change? You know that it's time to fix a problem that you are having, or you are bored with your life, or you are too something, too overworked, too stressed out, feeling like it's too monotonous, or difficult, or even too familiar and unchallenging. And you might even be aware. That it's time for a change, and you might not know exactly what that change is, or you might have some idea of what it could be, but it's hard to fill in the details when it's something new that you have never experienced before. You probably have some images, some ideas of what you think it could be like. I'll give you an example. When I felt the itch to go to grad school, I had, of course, never done that before. I had some idea of what I thought it would be like to go to school online from other people, maybe from commercials, social media, just ideas that I had gotten in my head of what I thought it would be like and look like and feel like. But as what always happens when we start something new, We start to do it and we get to experience exactly what it is really like for us. And it's always a little different or a lot different than what you picture. Once I started to work on my master's degree, I loved it and I couldn't believe that I hadn't done it earlier. It was much easier than I had expected it to be. It was more fulfilling getting that work done. I graduated with a 4.0, and I actually missed getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to do my schoolwork. That is definitely not how I pictured that it would be, but the idea of starting it had seemed so big and overwhelming. Experts caution us against changing too many things at once. You can calculate the stress in your life by using a point scale with how many big changes good and bad have happened in your life recently. In the last year, if you have moved, had a breakup, a new job, started a new relationship, experts will tell you that you are more susceptible to physical symptoms from stress. That can happen even when all of the changes have been positive ones. Our body can physically react when we are learning something new, and too much at once can cause stress symptoms. And then, at some times in our life, like it was for me when I was younger, one change begets another change. I had a change, the end of that relationship, that kind of hit me hard. And I just knew at that time that I needed that feeling of a fresh start to help me get sense of control that I got by making a bunch of changes at once so that it ended up feeling like I was giving myself the gift of a fresh slate to start over, essentially. It felt good to me. So was it worth it if I felt some of those stress symptoms, nervousness, anxiety in learning my job in a new environment, dealing with all of my friends who knew me as Kathy Bixler to try and honor my wish to call me Kate? It was worth it in the end to me because I was taking on something new And I was growing my experiences. So why else would anyone start something new? It does feel good to evolve and to grow and to learn. Sometimes we don't think about doing it, though, unless we are feeling uncomfortable. There must be something that we don't like that is happening in order to spur us on to make a change. We aren't happy with our body or our job or our social life or where we live or our financial status. Sometimes we are forced to make a change. We get laid off or our landlord is selling the house that we are renting or someone breaks up with us. In those cases, we have to make a change. We can either change and try and keep the status quo by not changing too much, or we might decide to make a more radical change so that we can feel a little more in control with the fact that change is happening. In those examples, if we get laid off, we can try to immediately find a very similar job, or we might use it as an opportunity to go back to school or change careers Or start a business. If we lose our apartment, we might find one available on the very same street. Or we might decide to switch towns, or buy a house, or find a roommate instead of living alone. If someone breaks up with us, we might jump into another similar relationship. But we might also decide to remain alone for a while or to just go out on lots of dates, or make some other radical decision to try out a relationship that is very different from our last one. Using an unexpected opportunity as a jumping point to try something that we might have considered before, but never decided to pursue before now, is a way of reframing that circumstance that happened. You take the circumstance of getting laid off or evicted or dumped by someone and you reframe it into a moment of opportunity. There are people out there that would view that circumstance as something bad happening to them and it might be difficult for them to see it in any other light. They get upset and they pull down the shades and cry and complain and then go out and try to recreate the exact same circumstance that they had before this happened. They get a similar job, a similar apartment, a similar relationship. They try to get back to normal. But those of us who are growth minded might process those feelings of surprise or sadness. But then pick up that circumstance like a crystal and turn it over and look at it from all sides and consider seeing that circumstance as an opportunity. That now is the time to do that thing that you have thought of doing before, but you were not motivated until now to make a change and to do it, to do something good for ourselves by our choice. It takes us out of that victim mentality of letting others determine what our life is going to be like. So why is it that some people won't pick up that crystal? Why do some people feel more comfortable staying in that victim mentality? Why is it that it feels better to them to be able to complain about their circumstances and? choose to keep them? How can that feel better? It can be hard for us to see if we fall into that category of taking lemons and making lemonade. It can be hard to understand those that stay stuck. When you begin to consider that many, many people use fear as their primary tool for making decisions, it might become easier to see what is happening there. When we are little, we learn how to value safety. Some of us were cautious and shy and very careful. Some of us were little daredevils and tomboys and thrill seekers. Some of us grew up with adults That always cautioned us and slowed us down and warned us of places where we might get hurt or we might fail. And some of us grew up with adults who spurred us on and encouraged us and dared us to take leaps when we were afraid. Probably a lot of us grew up with one parent who was the cautionary tale and the other that egged us on to try new things. What we ended up with as an adult was a road map that we follow. Some of us have a lot of warning and caution signs on our map. And some of us have a lot of green lights to go and try new things. The map that we ended up with is very personal to our upbringing and how we viewed that upbringing. And of course, it is ever-changing as we go through new experiences and we tweak it. Some of us are more afraid and some of us are more daring, but all of us are human. We can also be very daring in one area of our life, but overly cautious in other areas. It's also personal to us. Where we decide to live on this spectrum of cautious to daring can be up to us. When we feel stuck in changing and even the smallest baby steps seem so hard or so scary, it's up to us to decide to break out of that. But we need to know how to do that. We need the support of someone or something to help us. Sometimes it's so hard to even see that we can change something. We all have some blind spots where we feel like we cannot change something about ourselves, or we don't even see the problem area in the first place. Those are the places where we need the help, even when it's easy for us in a lot of other areas of our life. Maybe it's easy for us to go take a new class or get a new job or start a new business, but maybe we get stuck when it comes to whether or not our relationship is good for us. Maybe we are the opposite of that example. But knowing where we need help is such a big part of being an adult. It's good to know that you need help. It's worth learning where to go or who to go to in order to get help. It might mean hiring someone to help you do things that you don't like to do. It might mean going to talk with a therapist. It might mean taking a class or talking with people who are where you want to be. Or it might mean hiring a coach or looking for opportunities to work with a coach. There are a lot of ways to get help, but you have to have the ability to see the problem in the first place. So look for those places in your life where you feel itchy or uncomfortable. Try to visualize having some change in your life and look to those people who have that change. Talk to them. Talk to the people that know you, but also keep an eye out on what your level of fear is. Where are you on that caution scale? Understanding yourself when you want to make a change helps you to make a plan that will work for you. Seek out the support that you need. And if I can help you at all, please reach out to me to be one of your supports. Have a great week, my friends.